Finding the right cleat can be transformative. Believe me, I've worn plenty during my career. So getting the right balance is crucial. The cleat needs to feel good on your foot, but also feel good connecting with the ball. The New Balance Furon 7 Plus is built with both of those points in mind, offering overall comfort and precise striking in the game's fastest moments. Because, as I learned the hard way, because I didn't possess much of it, speed matters in soccer. That's why the Furon 7 Plus is built for accuracy and precision at rapid pace and is engineered specifically for use on firm ground. Why is this the ideal cleat, I hear you ask? Well, not to get too scientific, but the Furon 7 Plus offers a lightweight yet supportive hypo-knit with mesh lining upper construction and is paired with offset lacing for a truer strike of the ball, which is a long way of me saying that your game will immediately get better when these are on your feet. Learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hey everyone, and welcome into Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Everett, I lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's show, we're doing a Week Nine preview of NWSL action. We've got all 12 teams going head-to-head, six matches to get through and make some predictions. Before we do that, a quick reminder to subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, as a podcast, go ahead and leave us a rating and review. That helps us out so much. Follow, like, and download so that you never miss out on a single episode. Lisa, we're back at it this morning. How you feeling, Good morning. I'm feeling much better today. The allergies had me a little down and out yesterday, but I'm feeling better today. I'm excited for Week 9 action. Uh, A lot of moving parts. We got really good matchups this week as well. It was hard for me to pick a favorite, like a a favorite game to watch because there are so many coming into it. Um, But it's good. Spring is sprung. It's a beautiful day. Thanks to everyone joining us live on YouTube. It's so excited to be here with all of you. Spring has sprung. The NWSL is in full swing. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's hard to believe that we're uh, in week nine already. That means we're just... Gosh, about two, three weeks from the halfway point of right. the season. So we're getting into the nitty gritty for sure. Let's uh, let's have some fun this morning. Let's make some picks. Let's make some predictions. Let's start with the top teams because we've got some contenders going head to head in week nine. And that's where you get a real look. I feel like this is the sweet spot of the season where you could say, hey, is this going to be a playoff preview? Oh yeah, IDK. Well, let's 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 talk about it. Let's start with San Diego Wave FC versus Portland Thorns FC. We've got NWSL action after dark. This one's kicking off on Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you time your naps, you get yeah. your caffeine in, and you stay up for this one because I don't know about you, Lisa, but this is going to be a match to watch for me. Yeah, so I, I I write these rundowns and I have a lot of fun with them. And I told you just a few moments ago that it was really hard for me to pick my top matches to watch. Yeah. I put them in this first segment. This is Lisa's <laughs> games to watch. The first two games we're going to talk about, the first four teams. Um, and it has to be San Diego Wave versus Portland. Uh, this matchup, as you said, Sandra, this could be a playoff matchup. This is who we could see uh, come the end of October, beginning of November, playing it for a chance at the title. San Diego, Portland, NWSL after dark. San Diego is now back at home. The Wave have been on the road for the last three weeks in the regular season, but they're also coming off back-to-back shutout wins, the most recently being a 3-0 crushing to Houston Dash. That happened in Houston. Now they're back at Snapdragon Stadium. 
I think they have the upper hand in this one. But you have to look at the Portland Thorns because this is a powerhouse team that we've been talking about since week one. They had a bit of a slump, but they are back on track. They're coming off a bounce back win 4-0 over Chicago Red Stars. Now, Chicago Red Stars isn't a team that um, you're you're super surprised that Portland crushed them Mm 4-0. However, Portland was able to score in this game in very quick succession. They had back-to-back goals. They got out on the front foot early. Um, And San Diego, they're a team that also is just coming out of a slump. So the fact that they're hitting each other at this point in the season after both sides going on a little bit of a a streak, a slowdown streak there, and now they get to meet in San Diego. Now, we have seen them play this year already. They've played a Challenge Cup game against each other, but this is their first regular season matchup. In the Challenge Cup game, San Diego beat Portland 1-0, and that was a forced own goal. So San Diego didn't even like really score in that game. It's not like they had a banger or anything happened. It was a forced own goal, which makes this matchup even better between these two sides because we've got top goal scorers all over the place. We've got Crystal Dunn going on an incredible run with Portland Thorns. We've got Alex Morgan getting back into form. Jaden Shaw with San Diego as well, um, really coming off a, a, a high couple first weeks in the NWSL. This is a, a huge matchup that I'm excited for. No, same here. And I think, you know, there's a re- we're starting to see the return of, of some players. I mean, we got to see Taylor Cornier get some yep. uh, get some minutes finally after spending a, a lengthy amount of time on the injury report for San Diego Wave. You know, what role could she play for this team in a match like this? How is she feeling? Um, wasn't a ton of minutes, but, I, you know, you're trending in the positive direction, I think, if, if one of your uh, typical uh, starters is, is finally getting back into and onto the pitch. But I, I hear you on, on sort of making the points on their previous results. These are two teams who have finally um, looked like they're they're establishing themselves, right, as these top contenders. They haven't really fallen out of that upper half of the table over the, the previous eight weeks of the season. But these games, these wins that they're coming off of, whether it's Portland against Chicago, and I would even, or excuse me, I would even argue San Diego Waves win over Houston. Um, you know, another team that you're looking at a, a team in, in Houston that is trying to figure things out or just haven't, that the tactics aren't matching the the personnel and the ideas. They're not executing things well. So it's almost like you've got two, two teams coming off two wins against teams who are you know, at the bottom of the table at this point and not really doing a good job of establishing themselves as um, any type of, of kind of tough competition on the pitch. So I'm very curious about uh, two top contenders going head to head after kind of having uh, the, the type of wins that they've had. So I think that's a confidence booster all yeah. the way for these type of teams, for, for Portland to go out against Chicago and dunk on them for, for nil, get the shutout. And same with San Diego. I think, I think both, both those sides needed them after the bit of a yes. slump that they went on. I think it's, I think it's motivating. I think right. it's motivating for sure. Uh, but I think whoever comes out of this game might have some different things to think about. So right. we got to make picks. Do you have a winner in this one? Do you have a loser? Are you kicking things off with a draw? What are you feeling like? So a lot of people in our chat right now joining us live on YouTube, they're going with a draw. A, a okay. number of people are like, draw this, draw that, wow, draw all right. that. This sounds very like simplistic. There's going to be goals in this one. And right. whoever scores the most goals is going to win. Duh, Lisa. However, I think it's going to come down to mistakes and capitalization on those mistakes. And for me, I think Portland Thorns are just stacked a little bit stronger from tip to toe, front to back. I think the Thorns are going to come out with a win. The way that Sam Coffey in the midfield, Crystal Dunn in the midfield have been able to just dominate the back line, excuse me, for Portland has been really well. And I'm expecting Sophia Smith to go off. I'm with you on that. I feel like... San Diego Wave have finally gotten out of their slump a little bit, but they had to go on the road in order to do that. And Snapdragon has become an incredible place to play in, and it's been a boost for San Diego to have that type of crowd and environment when they're there. But I don't, I'm don't. i not entirely convinced that they've absolutely capitalized on all of the scenes quite just yet in these first eight weeks of the season. So it sounds like you're going Thorns. Yes. I'm going to go Portland Thorns. I hate to do this so early in the show, 
but I got to agree with you, Lisa, because I'm going thorns as well. And I'm with you 100 wow. percent. that It's going to come down to that middle third. Mm -hmm. If head coach Mike Norris has finally seen the light and gives another consecutive start in that middle third with Crystal Dunn, Sam Coffey and Olivia Moultrie. I know it's a wrap. Lethal, lethal. That is a lethal trio. I agree yeah. completely. It's dangerous when we're on the same foot to start off the show, but I think it'll be a really good game. San Diego is going to give Portland a run for their money. I think there'll be goals scored. Um, it, it'll it'll be a bit of a goalkeeper battle, right, between Bella Bigsby and uh, Kaylin Sheridan. But I agree. I just think that the midfield for Portland's a bit stronger. Watch, watch. Everyone in the chat's going to be correct, and they're going to have the the draw pinned down. I, I I love that. All right, so we're going. We're both going Portland for this first one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about another match that's going to feature a couple of contenders. Perhaps another bit of a, a playoff preview. Who knows? We'll see what the future holds for us. But we've got Washington Spirit versus Gotham FC. This one's actually kicking off on Sunday. So it's a nice little bookend for right. things here in terms of the top contenders. Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. We're looking at these two teams. Washington just had their undefeated streak snapped by Orlando Pride. And we've got Gotham as the new number one heading in to week nine and so i'm i'm looking for a response from the spirit in this game and i'm looking for continuity from gotham in this game i think you have to look at gotham in this one and say hey lynn williams on an incredible streak right now abby smith has absolutely owned the posts Yep. in goal. Yep. So they've got someone handling things in front. They've got an anchor in the back. And all in between, you've got some wonderful breakout play in the return of Ali Long. I think we have I've referenced this this season as a, as a comeback season where you can look at all 12 clubs in the league and probably pluck out a couple of comeback storylines, whether it's players who are going to, you know, make these returns from lengthy ACL injuries or players who are, um, you know, in the case of Ellie Long, coming back from from maternity leave yep. with with a team. And I love what we've seen out of Gotham's midfield. I the, This tandem duo of, of Christy Mewis and Ellie Long, I think, has paid dividends for, for this team moving forward. So while they've got someone – handling things in front with the hot goal scoring and they've got someone anchoring the back in, in Abby Smith. And then you've got some players who can handle things in the middle for you. I think it's a dangerous time uh, for, for Gotham. And I mean that in the highest of compliments where they can really maybe start to separate themselves a bit. And if they do it against other top contender type of teams, they can no longer be ignored. So are you going to go with Gotham in this? I'm going with Gotham. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, I I see that this game is on the road for Gotham. They're coming off of a road win over OL Reign 4-1, uh, a dominant win. And But we've seen Washington and Gotham play against each other in the Challenge Cup. Opening week of Challenge Cup, a 1-0 win for Gotham um, over Washington. And the fact that now Washington, excuse me, is coming off a – a first loss of the season, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I'm almost with you on this one. I think if it's not a draw, that's oh, my man. first call. Yeah, that's a draw. I respect it. Let me tell you, I respect it. That's the energy in this one as well. Not going to lie. I There's think potential that, for it to be narrow and close. Yeah. So my first pick is a draw. I'm going to go with the draw on the books, but if not Gotham, I'm with you on that one. I just think that Abby Smith and goal has just done a tremendous, tremendous job. It was shaky at the start there. She needed games under her belt, but she is such a tremendous goalkeeper. And she's finally given the chance under Juan Carlos Amaros to solidify her spot, get confidence, own this team, be a leader on this Gotham side. And it's paying dividends for them. I think she's doing really, really well. Now the forward matchup between these sides is like U S women's national team stacked on both sides, right? We got Ashley Hatch, Ashley Sanchez, Trinity Rodman, Lynn Williams, Christy Mewis, this battle between these two sides is going to be so, so fun to watch. That's why it's in this first segment, my, my top two games to watch of the weekend. Um, but I think that with 
how it's all breaking down, I've been really impressed with Washington's defense um, uh, over the last couple of weeks. And Sam Staub, what she's been able to do now, they gave up a penalty kick to Orlando Pride, and that's how they ended up losing their first game of the regular season last week, Washington. But I don't think they're going to make that same mistake again. I think Mars Parsons has this team on a bit of a lock on knowing who they are, how they want to play, Um what they can do on the pitch to utilize themselves and and the players in the front line have so much freedom and creativity. So I'm excited for that. Um, But I'm excited to watch this game and and watch this unfold between both of these sides. I'm going to go with the draw between Gotham and Washington. I love it. You build me up just to say, I'm going to get the draw, but listen, I like it. It's a struggle when you start taking a look at the top tier teams who go head to head against each other. Um, so I think, listen, I would have respected if you would have came out with two draws um, in, in either of, of these games, but I like that you held it for this one because I, I'm in hundred percent agreement with what you said. These are two teams that are not unfamiliar with each other at this point. There's, there's a nice kind of organic rivalry between these two, honestly, uh, over that has developed over the years. Um, but I'm eager to see, what shakes out between the two of them? Are are, are we going to have another new number one? Is Gotham going to stay? I don't know. People are going to have to stay tuned and uh, and see. And you're going to have to stay tuned with us because we've got more picks to make. So we'll be back right after a quick break. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. Dog walks, dog parks, playing fetch, all the stuff your dog loves to do with you. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas and ticks are in the grass, in the woods, and even on their dog friends. Fleas are an itchy nuisance, can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot, but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including Nexgard, Simperica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of PetMeds, dog food, and other high-quality supplies. So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com and promo code PODCAST. All right, we're back. And CBS Sports Golasso Network's flagship AM show streams live Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern with replays all Morning hosts Susanna Collins, Charlie Davies, Nico Cantor, Alexis Guerreros, and reporter Jenny Chu help fans get their day started with highlights, interviews, and the biggest soccer storylines. Find the Golazo Network for free on the CBS Sports app. We're back at it, and we got more picks to make. Let's chat a little bit about teams who are looking for a win. And of course, we got to start with a couple of teams. Actually, we just referenced uh, Houston Dash. They're on the road. They're going to go up against Kansas City Current. This one kicking off on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh, Lisa. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lisa. This. There's what, what, you know what? We were just coming off of this segment where it's like, gosh, we got top contending teams, you know, upper half table clubs going head to head. The margins are fine. And there's a little bit of similar energy. I think when you've got bottom table teams going against each other, I think what we got number 10 versus number 11 in this one with the current versus the dash can either of these two teams 
get back in the win column against each other. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is the first time we're going to see Kansas City Current and Houston playing in uh, the regular season against each other. But we have seen them uh, in the Challenge Cup because they're in that central region against each other. And this is the game that Kansas City got their first win of the entire year um, against Houston. And this came just hours after... uh, Kansas City parted ways with uh, former head coach Matt Potter and Caroline Schwablum stepped into the role, and that's when they got their first win. Now, <coughs> excuse me, when you look at this Kansas City side, they're coming off a 2-0 loss to Louisville, 2-0 loss to San Diego, 3-2 loss to Angel City, third straight loss for Kansas City, and they have yet to score in two games. They're struggling in their front line. They can't put all the weight on Dabinia. They're trying a lot of different things. We've seen them go from a three-back to a four-back. I think we're going to see Kansas City stick with a four-back in this match against Houston. But in the last game for the current against Louisville, we got to see 10 minutes from Kristen Hamilton. 10 wonderful minutes from Hammy. I think we see more from Kristen Hamilton, perhaps not a full 90, but a 45, uh, something closer to a half a game. And I think that'll help Kansas City in their attacking end, whether she's coming on at halftime, giving them a boost. uh, She starts the game, but only plays 45. I think Hamilton is the spark that Kansas City needs, along with DiBernardo, Dabinia in the midfield, um, and this new fourback that they're trying to play with. However, Houston, we have yet to see Salmon and Ardonias play together and succeed in that front line. The last game for Houston, they're coming off that 3-0 loss to San Diego, and it was a a like-for-like substitute. Salmon coming out and Ordonez coming on. I want to see them play together, and I want to see them succeed together. We saw Salmon get her first goal over the last couple of weeks, um, but I I want to see what they can do under Sam Lady together uh, in that front line, causing a lot of trouble. And because of that, with Maria Sanchez in the front line for Houston, she just is very lethal in her crosses into the box. And I think Salmon or Donez, they're going to be ready on the road to, to pick up points after that tough loss to San Diego. And I just don't think it's time for Kansas City to bounce back yet. They're going to be helped by Kristen Hamilton, but not a full bounce back yet. So I'm going to go with Houston Dash getting the win in this one. No, I, I hear you uh, 100% on that. Uh, I think, look, everyone's optimistic in terms of the potential return of Kristen Hamilton. This is a player that has more or less been the catalyst for the current and their attack And when it comes to players getting the ball in the back of the net. She's been a big piece of this team since her arrival kind of mid-season 2021. And she has shown that not only is she capable of scoring uh, with the ball, but she can be a pretty dang good collaborative player as well. Someone that you really enjoy playing with uh, on or off the ball. So that is all very exciting and good for Kansas City. But I'm with you in that I don't know if we're going to actually see the impact of that just quite yet, even in uh, a game against Houston where maybe she gets an increase of minutes instead of maybe coming late into the game after the 80th minute, maybe she gets 15 minutes in this uh, game. Yeah. Of course, depending on what the game is giving at that time, what kind of impact is that? So are there silver linings here for Kansas City in the terms of um, that lengthy injury report maybe getting smaller for, you know, the finally for the first yeah. time this season? Sure. But this team has issues defensively. I think as we're going into week nine, that shouldn't be a shocking statement to anyone at this point. When we sort of see the ebbs and flows that they've gone through over the course of their first eight weeks, having an interim coach and Caroline Quablam, who, you know, had, you know, shout out to Daniel Sperry with some of the local reporting, has had some interesting things to to say about the team. I'm curious about this. You know, there's a a quote in his piece from from Quablam that says, you know, that referring to her team is saying, you know, hey, they want to be in the attacking half. They want to combine. They want to do fun things with the ball, but they don't really want to do the hard work all the time. And and listen, I'm curious about that kind of quote. Yeah. You know, if uh, if a player reads reads that or hears, is that something that motivates a, a player? Is that something where a player clocks out and is just like, well, whatever. I'm going to keep doing me. I guess we're going to find out against Houston. So I mean, I'd be pretty pissed off if I was a player and I read that, heard my coach was saying that about me, that 
I don't want to do the hard work, uh, but we want to be the, in the attacking end. I don't, I'd be upset. I think if you're a starter, maybe yeah. it's a little bit different than if you're someone coming in off the bench. If you're coming in off the bench, you're like, hey, give me a chance. I'll prove to you how hard I'll work. No, I'm with you. And you know what? I, I think, you know, sort of taking all that into perspective, knowing that Houston has also had their own struggles, respectively, when it comes right. to ironing out their tactics and, and really solidifying their team identity. I think even with that, I'm with you. I think I think if if defensively Kansas City struggles to like isolate Maria Sanchez, they're gonna have a hard hard another hard day at yeah. the office on the defensive end of the uh, side of things. Um, and maybe who knows if if Ordonez is at a place where she's back to to getting a start, and we see another ninety ish minute game from that attacking trio with Sanchez, Ordonez, and Salmon. Maybe this is the game where the three of them finally click and, and fire on all cylinders. Uh, I do think there's a winner in this one, and I'm also going dash as well. Yeah, I like that we're both going dash in this one. Goalkeepers for Kansas City. We have seen yeah. rotation, so much rotation between Cassie Miller and AD Franch. Yeah. Miller played the last game. Franch played the game before that. Any guesses on who they're going to play? I mean, she's it's musical chairs at this point. Yeah, you know? uh, we heard from Kavlan that it, she wants to. Uh, what was the quote? It was to reward players for their hard work. And I, listen, I don't know if you look at Cassie Miller and then look at Adriana French and say one is working harder than the other. I think these are two very good goalkeepers. I think they could be starting on any team in the league at this point. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised or shocked if we see another rotation, which is going to be another reason why I think they're going to they're struggle. struggle. I think at some yeah. point, at some point, even under under an interim head coach, a decision has to be made. Yeah, You, you have, have to, have to solidify that position. You have to have consistency. And even if they've struggled, that – uh, to me, it's I understand where she's coming from and saying, like, we want to reward good training and hard work and yeah. who's ever doing good. And we want to keep the competition for that top goalkeeper spot really tight. Yeah, of course, there's an element of that. But if you're rotating your goalkeeper every single game, it to me, it says that you have no confidence in either of them. That despite letting up two goals or, yeah. or, or conceding an own goal, whatever it may be, that you don't have the confidence in them to come back the next game. And yeah. that you're, it, you're starting over from a clean slate during the training practices and as a goalkeeper that's really hard because you think okay I, I have five goals against this year I have eight goals against this year that's counting against me every time and I'm going up against this teammate uh, I think they've got to find some consistency in that yeah no I think we're we're both fully in agreement um, on that I think it's contributed to some of their woes in, in the back you know and I, I think that's a good point you make that's the other side of that coin right well on, on one side you're saying hey We've got two great goalkeepers. We want to reward hard work and, and great performances and training. The other side of that coin is this is difficult to, yeah. you know, the, the uncertainty is, 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 is a problem maybe moving and, forward. So And switching Kansas city, switching their back line, right? It's not like the entire formation of the team changed and you're just changing your goalkeeper. No, they changed everything. The entire formation has changed from a three back to a five yeah. to a four back. And you're switching your goalkeeper. No wonder they're struggling, but I don't think they're going to be able to come out of it this week going to take a little yeah. bit longer we're both going dash in this one for sure let's uh let's talk about chicago red stars it's another team that's that's looking for a win but they're going up against orlando pride a team that's on a bit of a streak right now this one's kicking off on saturday at 8 p.m eastern and you just have to call it like you literally see it at this point unless the red yeah. stars figure something out i don't know if you and i have uh, actual soccer reasons to pick for them. So I'm going pride in this one. Let's just start it off this way. Yeah, same. Chicago's at home, um, but they are haven't scored in two games, three losses in a row, five mm -hmm. games where they haven't picked up uh, more than one point. They're struggling. Chicago is on the struggle bus, and Orlando is four games unbeaten. That's amazing. They're coming off a big 2-1 win. They snapped Washington Spirit's undefeated run throughout this regular season and throughout the entirety of the year. Orlando's on a high right now. They're on the road, traveling to Chicago. They're going to keep that momentum up. I've been really, really impressed with Emily Madrill in the back line for yep. Orlando Pride. I think this rookie has come and stepped in and just does, done a tremendous job 
leading this Orlando side through ups and downs and player rotation and people coming back from injury. We saw the return of Marta last week getting her first goal in an extraordinarily long time, a set-piece opportunity to give Orlando their first goal against Washington. Um, I I think Messiah Bright is also starting to find a little bit more consistency because she's getting a lot of minutes. It's more just uh, in this game between Orlando and Chicago, we're we're both going Orlando with the win. Mm -hmm. I want to see what Orlando can build upon. Can they look like a very consistent team from the first whistle to the last whistle? Can they limit their mistakes on the ball? Can they limit their defensive mistakes? Be really organized and, and really compact. Have a game plan and stick to it no matter what happens, no matter what the Red Stars throw at you. That's what I think will be a very big win for Orlando after this game. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. You want to see the consistency of it all now, right? So yep. they've, they've picked up uh, some results along the way. They're on a little bit of an undefeated streak. You know, thought they were kind of unlucky to not have a walk away with all three points against uh, Gotham. Um, that game that they had against them a, a couple or a few weeks ago now at this point, 0-0 draw. But um, you could see that it's the the pieces are there. The ideas are there. Yeah. The team is executing those things. I mean, I, I'm with you on, on Emily Madrill as well. I, I, I Look, it's important to, to have a good good spine in, in this league. And I think there's the, the early signs that there's a pretty good one in Orlando. You know, Madrill, yeah. Villacorta, Marta, Bright. I think that's a lovely way to get the ball up the pitch. And I would love to see more of it from Orlando. And uh, with sh- all of Chicago's struggles in the middle third, there's probably going to be a lot of opportunities yeah. for them to continue to build that up moving forward, even if they are on the road against uh, against the Red Stars in, in, a, in a facility that's not always kind to either the home side or right. the opposition, right? The, the wind that cuts in on the stadium, if you're on the south goal, the sun that hits the keeper in the eye. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I think for the on the Red Stars side of things, I mean, you know, I preface this with saying what more can we say at this point about the scene, but I think maybe you're just trying to find those fundamentals at this point, which is um, a curious thing, I think, to say about a Red Stars team that's full, that's kind of split down the middle between players who have had a lot of experience with this team and a lot of rookie and first-year players or second-year players kind of establishing themselves. So I'm curious to see what they're going to line up with uh, on this day and how they're going to try to contain some of this really special stuff that Orlando's starting to build up. Do you think that with Chicago and and how they line up, it'll be more player rotation or formation shifts? Anything you think you're going to see from them at all? No. Yeah. I no, I mean, so I hate guys. to just be blunt about it. I just I hate I hate to I be blunt either. about it. I mean, and, and maybe that could change. I mean, we're again, we're doing this preview on a Thursday. It's it's before we get availability reports. It's it's before I get a chance to to, to sit in on, on on media availabilities with coaches. And and, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm, and I love to fully put myself or ourselves on blast when we are incorrect. Maybe we will see, uh, see, see some changes. But again, with with some other teams, similarly with some other teams across the league, like maybe like current, for example, the availability for report for Chicago is is a tough one at times. Uh, I know that we saw Addie McCain come off of there, but um, you know, what can this player provide for this team at this point in the season? As far as I'm concerned, it's just another midfielder for this Red Stars team that is unfamiliar with, with playing with the team. And I think that's what a lot of what we've seen out of Chicago's middle third. I mean, they just look like a team whose midfielders have never, ever played with each other before. I mean, when you go from having a midfield in Chicago that was there for 10 years um, and played together for 10 years, so consistent to shaking that up completely, you're going to have a little bit of discourse. And especially when uh, the players around them, not all of them have changed either. So it's, it's finding that identity. Um, We just talked about Kansas city and and Houston and Kansas city, the goalkeeper rotation. I want to applaud Seb Hines and Orlando pride because he, he had a bit of rotation between Carly Nelson and Anna Morehouse Mm -hmm. trying to determine who was going to be that number one goalkeeper. And Anna Morehouse didn't have perfect games to start the year, but he believed in her, and now she has solidified herself in goal. And you you take a look back at that Washington game last week for Orlando. Anna Morehouse ha- had some incredible saves. The confidence in this keeper has been tremendous. So we're listing off players in, in the midfield and in the back yep. line, Madrill, Via Corta, Marta, Bright, whoever it may be, Adriana. But I think Anna Morehouse is a key factor for Orlando and the success that they've had. They've had over the, the most recent weeks. Three straight wins is fantastic for them four games unbeaten it's good 
Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. We're both going to Orlando. Let's see if we are correct. But we've got two more games to make a couple of picks. So stick with us right after a quick break. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, we've got two final games to go ahead and make some predictions around. Let's talk about some uh, Challenge Cup familiarity. We've got an OL Reign versus Angel City. And the last time these two teams played each other was in the Challenge Cup, and it was a 0-0 draw. And maybe for some people the beginning of some concern over the Reign and, and their performances uh, in, in the you know, the across all competitions. So is is this a game where OL Rain finds themselves back in the win column? Is this the game where Angel City continues to be kind of a little bit of surprise? I don't know if look, listen, I've got yeah. there's some streaky teams right now yeah. in the league, Lisa. And if uh, maybe Houston and Angel City are two of those streaky teams for me. There it's tough to to pluck out and see what's going, you know, what's gonna happen. Um, another team, another team that is is trying to, you know, um, embrace the return of, of some players when they're ready. Sydney Larue constantly giving us the updates, you know, and and I think people are just sort of waiting, you know, waiting. He is so ready to hit the. And they're all anticipating, like how how badly do we all want to see the return of Sydney Larue oh, to the pitch? Um, so you know, is this the week that we see it? And you know, what type of minutes does it look like? I I don't know. Um, and Noel Rain, you know, is is this going to be the week where they figure things out, get a goal in the back of the net, put together an, a a good a, a solid ninety minute performance, pick up the win? Do you have do you have this one as a as a winner or a loser in this game? Yeah, so I think this one kind of comes down to availability. And, of course, we don't have that. We, we go Thursday morning with these previews, um, which puts us out there on a limb a little bit. But we just have to run with it because this game is in Seattle, hosted by OL Rain. Rain coming off back-to-back -back losses. The first time that they've done that since 2021. Um and they're not happy about it. Laura Harvey's not happy about it. Megan Rapinoe's not happy about it. Fallon Tellish Choice isn't happy about it. The team is not happy. They're on shaky waters right now. And it's really hard to see that because they've had a great season up until these last two games. And I think any other team we would look at and say it's fine. They've, they've hit a two-game slump, right? Portland did it. San Diego did it. And they're all back on track. But there's something about this OL Reign side that makes me a little bit nervous. Makes me a little bit nervous. They've struggled to score goals. We saw that last year. We saw it at the very start of this year. They're putting up 15 shots a game. 10 of them are on goal, but they're not finding the back of the net, or only one of them are. So their shot selection is something that has fallen to be a bit tricky. Now, on the other side of things, Angel City... They're coming off a 0-0 draw to North Carolina. We did not see Julie Ertz in that game. Alyssa Thompson did not start that match as well. Yeah. I think if we see Julie Ertz starting at 90 against Joel Rain, if we see Alyssa Thompson start, it's Angel City's game. And Angel City gets the win over O.L. Rain. Now, 
there's another factor we have to talk about. I mean, Challenge Cup, we can look at a 0-0 draw, 2 nothing to rain. Um, so this is the first time they're playing each other in the regular season. I don't think that matters too much. But I think we have to a- a- assess and talk about the elephant in the room, Sandra. For right. O.L. Rain and Rose Lavelle. We have not seen her play for O.L. Rain since this April friendlies. She's been out with an injury, and we finally heard from Laura Harvey um, what is up with with Rose Lavelle, if we're going to see her. And we're not going to see her this week. She's been dealing with a bit of injuries. Harvey saying that she was back on track, back ready to go. Uh, she faced a little bit of a setback, and so we don't think we're going to see her again, making, making sure the priority is the World Cup. And I think that's a big factor for O.L. Reid in the regular season, that they don't have Rose Lavelle, and they're not going to have her at this game. Yeah, I, I, look, I think um, we're less than two months out from the World Cup. And there has been an emphasis on the importance of, of club, club, excuse me, for club play for players. But I think there's also been an emphasis for two groups of players, right? We heard that coming out of that final April international window that the U.S. coaching staff is going to task certain players to go back to their club and just say, hey, keep doing what you're doing, work and keep and maintain your form as best you can and stay ready. And there's this, another group of players that they're going to say, we need to see A, B, C, and X, Y, and Z from you in order for you to have a shot at this final World Cup roster. I don't think Roosevelt was one of those players. I think Roosevelt was part of that. going players. to the World Cup. It's just yeah. a matter of health. Roosevelt is one of those players where it's just like, hey, you know, get back to your club and, and take and take care of things. And, um, you know, shout out to Bella, uh, to, to, to Bella Munson who, who got these quotes and, and went to training and, and, up, and updated, got this update on, on Lavelle. So, you know, I, anytime we've seen Lavelle listed as unavailable uh, for O.L. Reign over the course of this regular season, it's just been listed as leg. Right. So right, I think right. like it's it's not it's not like it doesn't say knee, it doesn't say left to right knee, it doesn't say left to right. It just says says leg. Right. So I think there's a lot of, for a lot of people, there's a lot of curiosity around it. Like, what's the update? And then if you don't see this player playing on the pitch for club, it's it's uh, it feels devastating. Right. And as you see that club team kind of go on a little bit of a, a skid or hit a little bit of a snag and slump. It feels even more devastating. It's like you know who can probably unlock some things here for Oren? Probably a player like Rose. Yeah, Rose. No kidding, she's a very high quality uh, player. But I don't know if there are players who are going to feature in this game with the World Cup in front of them. I don't know how much how many minutes we're going to see from Julie Ertz for Angel City. She was a she was listed as uh, uh, off the bench for yeah, yeah. Angel City in their previous match, but there was enough there for them to sort of squeak out a draw. So they didn't, they didn't test those waters to, to push her any further um, in that kind of match. And I don't anticipate that, you know, we're going to see Lavelle come off this week, especially with this recent update that we got from Laura Harvey. I think that uh, for some players in this league that there are, bigger fish uh, to, to fry at this moment. And there are going to be people who don't like that because there are some folks out there who are just fans of club play and fans of NWSL yeah. and don't care anything about the national team. But the, the, unfortunately, like that's the, that's a big matter is that's what these players there's, care about. There's, there's, there's a big, there's, that's a big factor moving forward. And listen, Laura Harvey is a coach who pretty much understands that this is someone right. who has spent significant time with, the national team understands the, the importance and value of players to how they fit into certain things. And um, I just, you know, not having Lavelle has maybe, you know, hindered some things for all rain, but I, you know, I would also argue that not having Quinn available yeah. on this roster for OL rain is of equal significance. I think, again, there's a lot of attention and lens and focal on Lavelle, but they were, you know, they've been without Quinn for an extended period of time. We don't have an update on them at this moment either. So I don't, I think that that's also equal uh, cause for equal ringing of the alarm. Um, you know, they were without Olivia Vandergott for uh, a couple of, of matches and some excused absences there. That is another player who is, sh- is showing a lot of promise and talent 
in under Laura Harvey and within her system on this club, a player that can also change things for them. So while, yeah, I get that there's a lot of emphasis and, and focal focus on Roosevelt. Let's not kid ourselves here. Oral Reign is an incredibly deep squad. They have enough. They should be getting results. They should go out and look at it. They should look at a match like this against Angel City and say, hey, this is a match that we can go out there and win. So, um, yeah, it's an elephant in the room. But I think there's also some, you know, there's some answers there that I don't think. I think there are answers there that people don't like. And that's why they're not kind of like referring to that. But uh, I think when it comes to to these two teams, I think one team is going to figure it out against the other. And I think it's going to be all rain. Not only do I think they have the deeper squad, even with some of the injuries, I think it's going to come down to a head coaching battle and how the substitutions come into play. And I think Laura Harvey has that edge over Freya Coombe. So I'm going rain. They're going to get their mojo back with a win against Angel City. I hope they do. I hope they do. But I'm I'm sticking with Angel City. I think Angel City is going to get the win. I agree if it's a coaching battle, Laura Harvey might out coach. But um, I think if Alyssa Thompson gets the start, she'll help. Angel City a lot. Hey, I would I would love yep. to see it. I would love to see it. We got one more game to make a pick before we leave you all for the weekend. Let's talk about racing Louisville FC versus North Carolina. We got a couple of undefeated teams going head to head here. We've got a couple teams who are trying to ring the bell and say, hey, don't forget about us here. We're we're gonna be contenders too. I love it. I'm excited to see these two teams go head to head racing coming off of some wins here, off of some spectacular individual play out of Savannah DeMello, North Carolina Courage, one yes. of those teams that just so you sort of look at their playing and you get reminded, like, oh, okay, when you have a system in place and players are bought in and, and they're executing the tactics, things will work out and you'll be okay. And uh, it's kind of cool to see North Carolina Courage, a team that has, uh, you know, tr- tried to go through some retooling and some rebuilding and kind of finding this early success. It's uh, it's cool to sort of see this out of, 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 of the courage and also the pride that maybe they're a little bit ahead of schedule, um, you know, in terms of turning things around uh, in within their season. So when it comes to these two teams, do you think it's it, my thing with with racing Louisville, Lisa, and I'm going to ask you about this. There's been some spectacular play from Savannah DeMello to the point where you've got her veteran teammates just yeah. tweeting it off her. Abby Ursa giving her a shout out on Twitter. Just Savannah DeMello. That's it, right? Is it sustainable? Does this player have another, like another breakout standout game against a North Carolina Courage side that is going to work very hard to keep the ball? I think it's going to be tough. I think this game is going to be really tough for Racing Louisville to play the type of game they want to do. I think Savannah DeMello is going to have to work her little tail off defensively. We're going to see more work from Savannah DeMello defensively in this game against North Carolina than we've seen from DeMello in the last three games, just because those games have not asked that of her. However, yes, I think she can do it. Savannah DeMello has been tremendous, tremendous, because she knows how to work off the ball. She knows how to play the game of soccer without having the ball and having to chase and having to defend and then to capitalize on moments when she does have the ball. Yes, I think that Savannah DeMello can continue to do it. I mean, back-to-back wins for Racing Louisville at this point, uh, their first two wins of the season, and it is thanks to Savannah DeMello. She had to sit out a game. Three games ago, she sat out, and I don't think she ever wants to do that again, and she's going to take every single game, uh, not take a single game for granted, and she's going to play like it is her last game every time out there, and that's why I think it's sustainable because she had it taken away from her. And she saw what it was like to not be able to play, to sit on the bench. And she doesn't like that. So, yes, that's why I think it is sustainable. Now, North Carolina, they're four games undefeated. Um, Coming off a draw to Angel City, back-to-back shutouts, though, against O.L. Reign and Angel City. But they've only scored one goal in their last two games. So their offense is something that struggles to get going. They keep the ball, number one possession team in the league. So it's got to be a lot of chasing from racing Louisville. But Louisville can find the back of the net. I think we're, we're waiting to see some more things from Kanu up top. I think Savannah DeMello and Jalen Howell in the midfield have been tremendous together. Paige Monahan comes on and makes yeah. a show of herself. I'm going with racing Louisville in this one. I don't think the DeMello train is slowing down anytime soon. I'm with you on that 100%. But I think the footage is out. 
on DeMello. I think at this point, if you're the opposition going into a match against racing, you've got the scouting report against totally. this team. And I think if you're the courage, you've got some midfielders that could, you could probably task with the responsibility of isolating a player like that. So that's not to say that racing doesn't have other good pieces to try to make sure that they pull off a result in this one. But I'm with you on the courage and their lack of goal scoring. I That's like the final piece I think that's missing for me and this team. I like their patience on the ball. I like their possession of it and how they look when they're on it. Casey Murphy looking strong in goal. I think Katie Lynn on the other side, yeah. we're looking at her and – could come down to a goalkeeper battle. Maybe we're going to see another, some more continuity here with North Carolina where they struggle to, to go ahead and, and, and get those goals in a match like this. So maybe it's narrow, you know, uh, even if they get a lot of shots off, I think London, the other side is going to go ahead and, and try to bat some things away. We've seen her come up with some pretty spectacular saves. So I had, I don't think I've had one at this point in the episode. And I you think I saved it. it for, I think I saved it for this game to close it out. I got this one as a draw and I think it'll be narrow as well. Oh, I like that a lot. I like that. You're saving your draw for the end. Louisville, North Carolina. I mean, I respect it. Frankly, I do racing Louisville, the host in this one. Um, North Carolina, they're on a good run. This will be a good game. We're closing out the episode with I a love really it. good yeah. game. There's something about those those middle of the pack teams, right? Totally. They kind of give you some some meat you got and potatoes. Everything to play for, nothing to lose at this point. You like it? I love it. Hopefully, Week Nine treats us to some lovely soccer in the NWSL. I know we'll be tuning in. Make sure you all tune in as well. You can catch all the matches on Paramount Plus and. Golasso Network. Make sure you tune on in when you can. Thanks, everybody. That's all we've got today on A3. We appreciate you listening to Attacking Third. Download, follow, and listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch us too. Subscribe on YouTube.com. Have a great Attacking weekend. Third. Look, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Lisa, you get some rest. Okay. And by enjoy, by enjoy it, I mean push your fluids and get your rest. And everyone else, hopefully, you get some sunshine over the long weekend. You enjoy the long Memorial Day weekend as well. Don't worry. Lisa and I will be back. We won't leave you hanging. Okay? So just stay tuned for us and the recap we've got coming for you. For Sandra to the end, Lisa Roman, who was a Texas. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.